This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today we are visiting with Kathy Taylor and Jackie Barnes of the Children's Health Fund. The Children's Health Fund administers grants given to organizations committed to children's health. Most of those funds come from the High Mountain Hay Fever Bluegrass Organization. Kathy is the chair of the Children's Health Fund, and Jackie is on the committee and also a board member of High Mountain Hay Fever. Under full disclosure, I am on the board of High Mountain Hay Fever and the Community Foundation, and Kathy and I have been married what is it, like 75 years? No, 50. 50. <laughs> that's, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of years. Wow. Ladies, welcome to the program. Thank, Thank you. you. In a nutshell, what is the Children's Health Fund for those new to the Valley? The High Mountain Hay Fever Children's Health Fund is a local funding opportunity for local agencies and nonprofit organizations for children's health programs. Okay. Now, some folks get the Children's Health Fund mixed up with the Kids Council. Uh, Stacy Terrell was on this program talking about the Kids Council. How do those two differ in terms of their mission? Yes, there has been some confusion with that. The Custer County Kids Council is a state-supervised county council. Uh, their focus is mainly assessment of community needs for children's uh, programs, and they act as a liaison in collaboration with organizations to help enhance children's programs in the county. As for the Children's Health Fund, we're strictly a funding organization, and we fund through a grant process for local children's programs. Hopefully programs that have been developed at the Kids Council are then forwarded to us for funding, so in that respect, we work together slightly. Kids Council doesn't do funding, is that right? I believe they do not do funding for programs here, although they have had some grant opportunities for services for the county. Okay. Uh, Jackie, you've been part of the Bluegrass organizations almost since the beginning. Uh, that organization has donated proceeds of, from the festival to organizations concerned with children's health uh, from the beginning, how has that played out over the years? It's been an interesting um, dynamic because the first two years of the Bluegrass Festival, I believe that the total don- the donations each year were about two thousand dollars, maybe three thousand at the very most, and that went to the clinic to help support insurance programs for children or immunization programs, whatever they, whatever the clinic felt needed to be done, but specifically for children. And those first two years, the Bluegrass Festival was held out at the rodeo grounds. And then the third year, it was moved to the Bluff Park, which is where it is currently being held. Bluegrass has donated to date well over $700,000 to various organizations in the county dealing with children's health. That is an impressive number. Take us back to the first two years at the rodeo grounds. How is it different from today on the bluff? The big difference is that the rodeo grounds has gravel, dust, and sand in their arena, and the big and the bluff has green grass, which is a major improvement. The first year, they had a little microburst out at the rodeo grounds, and everything went scattered everywhere. Hmm. 
And so it was a, um, a, a big detriment. And then the first year we were on the bluff, there was not, the turf wasn't as good as it is now. It was mostly a field, like a field, and it rained. And so we had mud the, the first year we were there. And then, then the Bluegrass Committee and several interested citizens developed a plan for the, for the bluff park, and it is what it is today. And it's a great spot. Uh, High Mountain Hay Fever is slated for July 7th through 10th mm-hmm. this coming year in uh, 2022. Uh, Kathy, how many years has the Children's Health Fund been in play? Uh, well, we're very excited to be in our seventh consecutive year for our grant funding cycle. The first uh, grant cycle was in 2016. And who are the other committee members? You've got a committee that's been standing pretty much the same for quite a few years. Yes, for for six years for sure we've had the same committee. Myself as chairman and Jackie, of course, who is on our committee and also on the High Mountain Hay Fever Board, which helps with communications there. Carol Franta, who's the volunteer coordinator at the school, Laura Lockhart, who is the director of human services, and Mary Ellen Lesage, who's a retired RN and volunteer with public health. And the Children's Health Fund has a fairly broad definition of children's health. Yes. When we initiated the fund, it was, everybody was thinking physical health, and we quickly decided that the health of children involves more than just physical health. And we've expanded our umbrella to include programs for emotional, social, and educational health, as well as physical health. And to give folks a flavor of what types of projects apply What are some of the recent recipients in the last few years? We've had quite a few recipients. Public Health, Sol Vista, the Custer County Schools, High Altitude Garden Club, the Library, Trails for All, Saddle Club, Valley Parks and Rec, Altitude Community Fitness, to mention quite a few. And Children's Health Fund, what are the ages? It goes up through high school, I think. Yes, it does. We... We fund programs for prenatal through 18 years. Let me remind folks that we're visiting with Kathy Taylor and Jackie Barnes from the Children's Health Fund. Jackie, the grant cycle starts the first of the year. As we record this, we're right about there. You've got a meeting upcoming. We do. We have a workshop for those people who are interested in applying for grants, and that's the 12th of January at 5.30 in the evening at the back room, 103 Main Street. Mm -hmm. We encourage anyone who is interested in applying for a grant to attend that meeting. Masks will be required. And some of the things that we're going to bring up at that meeting is to talk about the grant process. The grant application is extremely simple. We do request that they have uh, two reporting periods after the grant is completed, and we'll talk about that. This time, we're going to talk a little bit about their poster or their advertising, because one of the things that we would like to see them do is to the recipients of the grants, is to acknowledge that the High Mountain Hay Fever Children's Health Fund is the granting, is how they're getting their funding. So, Jackie, that's the 12th, which is Wednesday, at the back room, 103 Main Street. Uh, What's the time on that? The time is at 5 p.m., and masks will be required. And the hope is that anyone considering applying would attend that 
it would be a useful thing because you can go through the specifics, et cetera. That's true. And as I said, the, the grant process, the grant application is extremely simple. We've tried to make it as user-friendly as possible. This year, we actually have developed a fill-in report form that will be sent to the grant applica- applicants after the for the reporting in October and in March. So it starts in January. When does it end? The grant submission dates are January 1st through March 1st. We, we would suggest that the earlier you get your application in, the more opportunity you have for the committee to review it, and we can get back with you and review it with you, ask for corrections, or uh, have some questions answered. So it's beneficial to turn it in early. One thing that we might mention is that the committee can grant the total amount, or they can grant a portion of it. We don't have to grant the entire amount every time to every entity. Okay. And you certainly have uh, finite resources to, to deal out. Yes, that's correct. So give me a few examples of the projects that you think have played out particularly well. We're very excited to have several ongoing sustainable programs in town The Tennis Lessons is a recent addition to our funding awards, and they have had two wonderful seasons and will continue, I'm sure, and they have done very well. The Dental Program is an ongoing program we have funded for several years, and with continuing funding, their outreach to children and parents in the community has been wonderful. The Gymnastics Program is also a new program for young children, which is now expanding to older children up into the elementary ages, and they have done very well. Let me ask about a few numbers for your program. You've been around seven years. How many dollars have you dealt out in that time? Over the past six years, we have awarded close to $150,000 to 10 organizations. And you are part of the Spirit Campaign. Folks can donate through the Community Foundation Spear Campaign. That's correct. Our major donor is remains the High Mountain Hay Fever Festival Association, but we do receive some private donations and also spirit campaign donations. Over six years, how many projects would you guess you've funded? We have funded 20 projects, uh, 29 projects altogether, but some are repeat projects. And how many organizations does that represent? It represents about 10 organizations in town. Okay. Ladies, what about untapped potential? Are there any projects that you think are out there that are fertile ground? We would really like to see a grant request maybe from the clinic for something that they need to have done for children's health. The Dark Skies Committee was contacted this year about something specifically for children because they happen to have a solar telescope now that someone can use. So we're trying to send emails to any organization to suggest that they attend that workshop on the 12th of January. I have an addition. I think we have a food insecurity problem for children in town. I would love to see a program developed for food insecurity for children. And also when people think Children's Health Fund, I think they're always thinking of the younger kids. So we get very few program applications for the high school students. I would love to see more for the high school students. Okay, that's fair. Ladies, the time goes quickly. Uh, Any final thoughts? 
One of the things that the Children's Health Fund does really promote is collaborative efforts between some of these organizations for maybe a little larger grant request. So that's something for people to be considering. At the workshop, they've got that opportunity to visit with other people and maybe promote some larger projects. Okay. Kathy, any final thoughts? Yes, I agree with Jackie. I think oftentimes when the grant applications are developed, people don't consider transportation needs, venue needs, volunteer support, paid instructor report or support. So I think this is where collaboration adds to the strength of the application. Great. Let me remind folks that the High Mountain Hay Fever Bluegrass Festival is July 7th through 10th, 2022, with the majority of the proceeds anticipated to go towards the Children's Health Fund. Let me remind folks that the workshop is Wednesday, January 12th, 5 o'clock at the back room, 103 Main. Anyone considering a grant is encouraged to attend that meeting. Ladies, thanks for stopping by. Thank Thank you. you. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 6 p.m., and again on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. I'm walking on a rainbow.